0: Tuesday morning broadcast and I am thrilled that Rabbi Yossi Baumol, I don't know if you like when I call you Rabbi or not, I don't remember. My Rosh Hashiva wouldn't like it because I bailed out right before I got to Oh, so. okay. So I can call you Yossi. Yeah, please. Yossi please. Baumol is here. It's been a long time. It's been a while. I, I think, honestly, the last time that we had him on was actually in Israel, if I'm not mistaken. That's correct. Uh, it's been a while since Yossi Baumol has visited us. He is here from Israel. We have a bunch of stuff to talk about before we get to all the details. I'm going to ask him my uh, update questions here at the JM and the AM in terms of what's happening in the Holy Land. So I say to you, Baruch Haba, welcome, and it's great to have you here.
1: I'm saying it's really a pleasure to be here. I haven't been in your new digs here. It's great. Yeah, min- it's like uh, min- Minion next door, parking, it's great.
0: How was the Stucker Synagogue? Was it, a, it It was nice being in a historic building. Since huh? I
1: work for a place that pushes tefillah, I'm very appreciative of the davening slow, but I had to bail out early here, too.
0: <laughs> we have to plan better next time, what can I tell you? I have to plan better. <laughs> um... Let me ask you a couple of update questions before we get to all the details uh, of why you're here. Um, have you decided who you will be voting for on the 2nd of March? And you don't have to tell me who. I'm just curious if you've already, Absolutely, you've yeah. already decided. Will it be similar to who you voted for in the first two elections this year? <laughs> I, I, I
1: have to admit that the last election, because they arranged it so quickly, I was did not vote because I was away. Oh, if
0: you're away, you're away.
1: And I'm coming back for my next trip on... Uh, with, together with Ralph Dovzinger on election day. We actually have an event that night. We
0: have a. But you'll get a chance to yeah, vote. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what is your. whole... I mean, look, you're living in Efraat still, correct? That's correct. Uh, and many of us are familiar with uh, all the great causes you've been with over the years. Um, what is your um, uh, view as you watch a third election? You know, creep into Israeli society. Like, what do you, what do you, we know what we think. We know what President Trump thinks. He made some comments about it last week. What do you think? Is it, is it, I don't know, is there a way for you to describe how you feel about it?
1: I think I said this years ago on your show. Uh, it says Leif Sarim the heart of the of the rulers is in the hands of God. But Israel is the only place where we have a direct uh, direct rule by God, and we don't really need then anybody else. And why is God
0: doing this? <laughs> why is he doing? Why is he playing this game?
1: You know, on Yom, uh, this is from our Rosh Hashiva on Yom Kippur. Everyone is supposed to speak, assume that they are a Beinoni, in other right. words, 50, the, and that they're 50%, 50 percent, right. 50, and that the world is 50-50, and it's your in your hands to choose one mm-hmm. vote can change the whole world. Yeah, this is the lesson and we is, learned from this. This huh? is the idea
0: that uh Do you think the results are going to be any different than they were the first two times?
1: Uh I have no idea. Have I, no pr- idea? It won't be very different, but I'm hoping that, you know, all the wonderful things that Netanyahu's been doing lately will uh, will help the right
0: uh, move up. Right. Did you I'm expect saying? the immediate annexation after the announcement at the White House? No. Even though there were rumors that there would be immediate annexation. I didn't expect
1: it. Uh, and uh, I think he's going to be challenged to do it before the elections. Uh, They've got
0: already demonstrations starting. Right, I heard the news this uh, morning, yeah. and people—some people are really some—some some people who are considered allies of him are pretty upset about it that it hasn't been done yet.
1: Yeah, but you know, uh, you know, people always ask me what I think about the peace plan, and I, you know, uh, I remember something that Rabbi Riskin said many years ago. He went to Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky to consult with him about something, and he said, "Everybody's yelling at me," and Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky said, "Zey musen shrayin v'dudavstin." Vud- which means uh, that they have to yell, but you have to do. We all have the uh, privilege and the comfort of being able to complain about the government and decide what we're going to do if we were in this place. And I think everyone else really does have to cry out for Eretz Yisrael. But I don't want to judge. The prime minister, he's going to make practical uh, decisions. And the fact is that every time... There was a peace plan. We ended up with more land uh, of theirs. Uh, if you think about what the borders well, were in 47, of hours, 48. Of right. 47. <laughs> for, uh, you, said, you said land of theirs. No, so. <laughs> that was a mistake. Um, so. so
0: uh, like, I have a right to correct again, you on that.
1: Getting back to what you said before, we don't know. God has a plan. And I'm sure that this is good, uh, what's happening is really, really, really good for the Jewish people, like everything else has been happening over the last few decades.
0: One, one of the things that I remembered last week that you had told me, and now you know I was thinking of you when I was listening to the president at the White House, uh, you basically um, said, based on psukim, I think you said it, uh, that the current borders, the current lines that we're used to, you know, the noticeably Jewish areas in Sharon, et etc., those are going to eventually be part of the regular Jewish state and we have to come to reality that those that are not in areas like that will likely be given away I to, never said that Well I think what you I'm, I'm trying I to never think, said that because I think that, didn't that you say millions be, of refugees what, have did,
1: li- left north southern Syria because that belongs but, to us but too But
0: didn't you say Didn't you say something about um when the wall was built Oh okay you're right I
1: apologize there is clearly at the end of Zacharia it says that, that there will be a Palestinian autonomy in the Gaza Strip when Mashiach comes. You can look it up at the end of Zechariah. Gaza, Gaza. Yeah. In, in, yeah. Not in, near in, Jerusalem. No, 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 no. Over there, it's quite clearly in the Radak and other commentaries explain that just like uh, uh, um, uh, Yevusi, Yevus was a enclave, a non-Jewish enclave during the beginning of King David's time, so too Ekron, which represents the, the plishtim, will also be have an enclave where they will be subservient, but they will be have their own something going on over there. All right. What happens after that, I
0: don't know, but that's, that's the stage. Maybe
1: we're here, it's Mashiach Zeit, Red so who So
0: I had semi-memory of what you had said. <laughs> I, I sort of remember. By that. the way, no
1: one should make practical decisions based on uh, these kind of things. A, a Jew has to know that he has to keep the Torah, and he has to do what's logical and practical at any given point in time. But it's good to know that there are plans out there, and things are happening along according to
0: plan right but you've always been on the logical and practical side and, and most of your co- most of your colleagues are not <laughs> frankly
1: now i just cut a lot of slack for our leaders because we all have the uh privilege and luxury of not being one of them and, right
0: in uh, other words one of the hardest jobs in the world is being prime minister of israel that's no, just, no question that's about essentially it. what you're saying yeah and so. sometimes people have to cut him a, cut him some slack give him a break right yeah i hear what you're saying so those who are protesting him or yelling and screaming that you would hope they'd be a little bit more thoughtful before they... No, I
1: didn't say that. I think
0: that it's our job to yell out to Eretz Yisrael, but it's his job to make the hard decisions. Right, understood. Uh, Finally, before we get to why you're here, you're a Brooklyn boy, right? That's right. What do you think as you sit in Israel and hear about the anti-Semitic incidents that are happening in the United States?
1: Look, it's scary, and um, the the appearance of anti-Semitism today is really... Um, I don't know. God has plans. I don't know what they are. But be- between me and you, when I was growing up, we didn't run to the police every time somebody called right. me a dirty Jew and beat me up in the streets of Borough Park. Correct. So, you know, these things have been happening all along. We've been uh, ignoring it. and Maybe the world is getting to a better place. That these kind of things are now more. We're more sensitive to these things, and the world is more sensitive to these things. But I'm not sure that it's that much different. Uh, uh, I don't want to. I, I would hope that every single Jew would move to Israel for positive reasons, and not because he has to run. But we know that it's Ashur uh, represents those who come from the happy countries, and Mitzrayim comes from those narrow places, from the tourist places, and both will all come together.
0: The message is Israel's there, no matter what the purpose might be, no matter what the reason is that someone has to leave a country they're in. Right. Do you, still have, uh, do you still have people moving into Efrat? Does Efrat continue to grow or it's basically... Hidden, well, so?
1: basically, uh, about three, four years ago, they, they uh, allowed a new wave of building the two new neighborhoods that are are mostly populated now, but they built hundreds of apartments. And for me, who I'm thinking at this stage of my life to move to, to Yerushalayim, to a smaller apartment, my my house has gone down in value because of all the uh, real estate. Uh, and it should continue that way, Baruch Hashem. It's, uh, there are a lot of people moving into the area. Uh, this year there was a very positive growth in the r- growth rate rate of growth in Yudan Sharon and uh, let's hope it continues. Amazing.
0: Um, all right. Last time we spoke, you were with Yeshiva Makar Chaim. That's correct. And Makar Chaim is active, and at that time you were looking to establish a more permanent building for them in the area of that, uh, of Yuda, Correct. That's correct. What happened
1: was after the kidnapping of the three boys, two of them who are students. Rav Dovzinger came to me and said, you know, we never really had to raise money before, but now the government gave us this piece of land and, you know, maybe a third of it is going to be paid by the government, but we have to raise money. And I came on board. I left Sterot, uh, regretfully, uh, and I I, I, and I started working 10 minutes from my house instead of an hour and 10 minutes. <laughs> and uh, for me, it's been a spiritual journey. Everybody who comes to work at Mekor Chaim ends up coming to work there for themselves because they look in, into their soul uh, from the experience, and it's really changed my life in many different ways. Uh, and I think... Basically, uh, the world r- relies on three things. Torah, Avod, and Gemilut chasadim. Torah. There's more Torah learning than ever before in history. Gemilut Chassadim, there are more fundraisers, more organizations, more gemachs. There's more than that. What's avodah? We've lost our connection, our emotional connection to God. It affects our, it, it, it affects our children. It affects our, our observance, and this is something that uh, Rav Dovzinger really is the pioneer of in Israel. Is we're the only organization that's being paid by the Israeli government to teach elementary school kids how to daven, or teach their teachers how to teach them how to daven. Uh, we've taken this whole, whole approach to uh, to schools as well. We have we have a uh, pilot program with Fuchs Mizrachi uh, School Cleveland. in Cleveland. Uh, where we're doing intensive teacher training there, uh, by vis- them visiting us, we visiting them, Skype, Zoom, etc. And basically, we turned the whole uh, limude Kodesh, uh, the whole Hebrew uh, uh, Limmud Kodesh staff, into a chabura where they're trying to they help each other, connecting up with each other, and connecting up with themselves, and then connecting up with the students. And it's made a tremendous difference uh, in, in the school there. So this is uh, basically he's taken Hasidic. And he's at the forefront of the, of, I don't like to use the word neo-Hasidic, he right. calls it Hasidut Eretz Israel. but he's at the forefront, Rav Zinger is at the forefront of, of this revolution where people look into their hearts, and you can ask any of the kids who came back from MTA just last week from uh, a month in our yeshiva, and you can see an unbelievable difference. Oh, they still
0: have that program? Yeah,
1: we still have the program. I was there last night in YU, and I met the guys who just came back, and I met our students are here. Uh, we took a picture at the Sfarm uh, uh, sale because Rav Dov Zinger's new book in English just came out, and we and is he the Rosh Hashiva? He is the Rosh Hashiva, He's officially the Rosh yeah. He's Rosh Hashiva Shiva of three organizations, basically Yeshivat Mekor Chaim, Lifnei Lefim, a teacher's training program together with Herzog College, which gives a B.A. and M.A. in alternate education, uh, and and also Beit Midrash which is sort of an adult outreach spiritual place uh, center where people come. We have a, a, a center in Yushalayim as well where people come to learn how to daven, to learn how to connect with themselves. And Basically, the, in order to talk to God, you have to first learn how to talk to your wife. You have to first learn how to talk to each other. And when you can know how to connect up to people, then you'll believe that somebody's listening when you're talking, when you, uh, when you talk to Hashem, uh, when you daven.
0: Yes, Baumel is here. What's the status of the building?
1: So we finished one uh, dormitory complex, uh, and uh, we had a many months of uh, argument with the education ministry. the high school building itself is being built more or less 90% by the government and they have a right to choose the contractor we didn't accept their contractor. That's all been solved. We're probably starting construction on three more buildings which will enable us to move uh, a year and a half from now uh, within a matter of weeks, and it's officially in the town or city of. It's outside of Devay Daniel. It's down below in the valley of, of below Devay Daniel, uh, on the ancient Patriarchs Road, the road that used to connect up Chevron to Shiloh. We have the uh, ancient mikvahs for the first time in history. The mikvah that served the Ole regal on our road in Gush Etzion, filled up with water already, and you can actually use it. First time in history. Uh, and we're building on this historic site where they have Roman milestones. And it's really, and when I talk to people about getting involved with Makrochayim besides the spiritual aspect of it, the idea that one can make a dedication on the Derek Avot, where Avram Yitzhak and Yaakov walked, where Elazar and Maccabi fell in the battle underneath the, uh, the elephant outside of Elazar. Uh, and it's such a historic place. It's just like an unbelievable project. And that's why uh, I'm really, really happy with that this is going to be Probably my swan song. I'll be working
0: here until uh, I retire. Uh, last time we were in Israel with Mizrahi, just a few weeks ago, we uh, we spoke uh, with Racheli Frankel. I would assume that she and all the parents are kept up to date on the progress at Makar Chaim.
1: Absolutely. Besides that, Racheli, my wife studies with Racheli at Matan. So huh. uh, I don't know if you saw my article in the Jewish press about women's dafayomi. I did see it. Yeah. Okay. That's nothing to do with my work, but just...
0: Uh... Right. Well, you were, you were uh, trumpeting the fact that, uh, that they are as involved as they are in the study of Talmud.
1: Yeah, well, look. They're, they're, uh, if you wanted to spend a minute on this topic, yeah. Uh, yeah. basically what I was trying to say is that there is uh, the, uh, women. The uh, minority of women have always learned Gemara throughout history, and there's nothing wrong with that halachically, according to uh, the way halacha is today. Now I'm looking into another thing. I read a very interesting book that has a haskama from Rabbi Belsky about the fact that as we get closer to Mashiach times, women's roles get stronger religiously. It brings from the AriZal. It's very big in Lubavitch as well. Also that. The way the moon set, lessened itself at the beginning of creation, and Hashem promised that He would restore the moon. Right. So, so too, women will be restored to an equal level. I'm not sure exactly how, or where, or what, but this process of feminism, every, and this is, I think, the message of a lot of what Makor is doing, is that we see good in everything, even in the postmodern uh, move, uh, modernist movement. If a person can say, uh, say, "I'm not a man; I'm a woman," by just saying those words, right. think about a word. What a word of feeler can change. Right. So the, 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 these are things that are happening as the Jewish people getting closer and closer to what was supposed to be. We see all kinds of things happening that were predicted by our rabbis down through the years, and wow. and and this idea of women learning Torah is something that. Pushes the envelope, and and uh, Sarish certainly pushed the envelope when it was. I uh, saw I saw the chuvas the when they say eight We don't have to justify this halachically. There's no choice. It's pikuach nefesh. We have to do this, and maybe we're getting to a stage where women's learning, believe in push the envelope also. So, and and but the, I'm not I'm not I'm not pushing that. I'm saying according to right. I'm according to present halacha, there is nothing wrong with a minority of women learning uh, Gemara if they want to. I don't think that it should be an... A uh, automatic class for all women in all schools, but it should be a choice, and there's nothing wrong with them
0: learning that. And many people are not aware that um, earlier this, earlier, well, last month, actually, it's already last month, wow, uh, on Wednesday night, uh, January the 1st, there was what people called a Haredi Siyamashah, uh, Sabinei HaOma. We were there the following night for what people referred to as Mizrahi, CMO shots, but the following Sunday there was actually a women's CMO shots in Bignano. Well,
1: there actually were two. Uh, there was one Saturday night at Matan, which my wife ran because uh, she runs the program at uh, the Dafayomi program at Matan. Uh, and uh, that was, uh, and the next night was this other one that was run as a mass right. advertising event. More of a Hamonam thing. Yeah, my wife came back and said, I didn't go to the second one, I went to the first one. My wife came back and said, the first scene was about Torah, the second one was about women. But, uh,. <laughs>
0: All right. Let's leave it at that. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yassi is here in our studio at JM and the AM. And uh, the reason he's chosen this week to visit us is because you have some news about some key events that are going on.
1: Yeah, I'm here preparing a trip of our our Rosh Hashiva. You know, two years ago, Rav Dov Zinger was spent a month in YU. And I was just talking to, uh, as a scholar in residence. A month? A month. Oh, three weeks. Wow. And uh, a lot of people who are now teaching in schools throughout the country are, got to know him then. And uh, when I started working with McCorkheim, nobody knew who he was. And now he's super popular. Corin decided, or Magid Books decided, to put out his book, his Hebrew bestseller, Tikon Filati, in English. And it's in the Sperm Sale. And so. it just came out now. It's at the Sperm Sale. And uh, we're doing a series of book launch events, which are basically musical... Um, uh, who does the music? Uh, we have David Ziff, Duvidal. Very nice. Doing it. We are Hasidim here in uh, in America. So tra- re- recommended him that he would be, you know, work with, well with. The, so actually, he's traveling with the rabbi. Rav Dov asked me to bring my son Mordechai, right. uh, who we've done stuff with him before. But uh, since he was expecting right around then, he couldn't commit. And to with coming. that
0: in mind, Mazal Tov to Yassi Baumul because his grandson was born yesterday. That's correct. Mazal yeah. Tov pretty amazing. Uh, Here's what's going to be happening. Uh, Join us for a special book launching event of Rabbi Dov Singer's Prepare My Prayer Recipes to Awaken the Soul Magid Books New English uh, Language Translation of his bestseller Tikkun Tfilati. Come and welcome the joyous month of Adar for a musical spiritual voyage with this modern Orthodox Hasidic master. Here is the schedule. Uh, Rabbi Singer and Dovidil and MC Yassi Bauman will be together for Shabbat at the no, boat
1: no just the shabbat and two shabbat not, it won't be there oh, sorry yeah you
0: get okay. my point yeah, yeah okay. Uh, for shabbat <laughs> february the 20th through the 23rd as scholar and residence at boca raton synagogue down in florida and after our trip last week to florida it's obvious that we have a lot of people listening down there right now so boca raton get ready that's thursday through shabbat february the 20th through the 23rd on monday February 24th, it'll be a YU Yarche Kala happening. Oh, that we know the Yarche Kala. We we broke this from there once down there at the Boca Raton. Synagogue. There'll be a, there'll be like a hundred rabbis there if not more. Uh, Monday, February 24th, the same day that night, he'll be up at the Young Israel of New Rochelle. On Tuesday, February the 25th, the main New York City event's going to be happening at Lincoln Square Synagogue. That's Tuesday night, February the 25th. On Wednesday night, February the 26th, Congregation Renat Yisrael, Rabbi Adler Shul and Tinek. And then Shabbat, the final Shabbat in February, spirituality in education conference and community Shabbaton at the Fuchs Mizrahi School in Cleveland. And this all wraps up, this big tour wraps up on Sunday, March the 1st at 9.15 in the morning at the Young Israel of Woodmere. You have on this list some places that are going to bring you massive crowds, to say the least.
1: I hope so, and uh, we're going to take all their blessings and all their prayers back with us so that we can vote on Monday, the following day in Israel. And (laughs) and
0: March 1st, both Singer and Yassi plan on voting in the third... March 2nd. Oh, March 2nd, sorry, yeah. March 2nd, they plan on (laughs) voting in the third go-round of the Israeli elections that the entire world is talking about this is a major tour. I mean, this is a big deal here. That's uh, that's going it, on. It's, it, it's all-
1: unbelievable how he's, his his popularity has exploded here in the United States. I had a big argument with him. He says, I have you know, when I come back from America, I get phone calls from the head of education ministry. How come I go to America? We want you to do stuff in Israel all the time. So I'm only going what I call it what I call Hashem Shemaim. He says, is if you make money, and I said, no, you got it all wrong. Just like an individual person, Hashem finds his skills. And his best side, by forcing him to join the job market, so too God cursed all the important organizations that they have to raise money. So the Rosh Hashiva shouldn't sit in the Beit Midrash all day long, but should go out and, and educate the public. So I'm raising yeah, money. Yeah, owed,
0: that's from a fundraiser. That's they, yeah,
1: yeah, actually, Mati Dan told me that many <laughs> years ago. He's also a fundraiser, <laughs> yeah, huh? <laughs> and, and, and I said, this is happening because you're supposed to teach your Torah in America as well. That's why it's happening.
0: You know, we, uh, we have a mantra now that's going on. You know that the World Zionist Congress election is going on. You're familiar with it from sure. your days in North America. And, um, you know, one of the things that we on Slate 4 with the Mizrahi are reminding people is that, uh, you know, for a long time, for the first 70 years, it was the diaspora Jews who took care of Israel. Now we turn to Israel to take care of the diaspora Jews. And you and others are doing just that. I don't know how this would have played 10 or 20 years ago if, if a rabbi like Rabbi Singer would have, in fact, taken your advice and run to America and other areas of the diaspora to spread this word. But now, Sorry about that. But now we see more and more people in Israel reaching out globally and really getting involved in the world of the diaspora. And believe me, we are desperate for it right now.
1: I know. We just had the heads of Azraeli come to uh, visit us uh, in the yeshiva. We have visitors all the time from America looking at our, our educational methods and uh, and it's it's just an unbelievable thing. But you know what? If if I can if, the da- if but during davening in a, in Israel, if a guy comes knocking on the door and it's of Castro in Argentina, then you know things are changing in the world.
0: Correct, <laughs> to say the least. I remember the that happened around uh, uh, 2008. When all of a sudden, uh, because of the economic downturn here, all of a sudden you saw people going to Israel to fundraise. <laughs> and I'm like, wow, this is quite different than it used to be, to well, say you know, the least. Do
1: you know that in America, all the holy rabbis, rebbes, are named after towns in... In Europe, but in Israel, we have the Boston Rebbe and the Cleveland Rebbe and right. the Pittsburgh Rebbe. So think about where things are moving.
0: <laughs> if they decided to go, all of us should decide to go. All right, so this all starts on February the 20th. It goes till March 1st. I assume on the Makor Chaim website people can get information? Or? That's right, makarchaim.org. It's, ma- it's M-A-K-O-R Chaim. M-A-K-O-R Chaim.org. Uh, you can also email USA at gmail.com, gs, uh, USA at gmail. Dot com And there is a phone number, 917-929-8525, 917-929-8525. And there are principals, obviously, and faculty members in different schools listening right now. They may want, I'm not talking about this tour specifically, but they might, we may, may, may want to connect with you, just take advantage of what you're doing via the internet, Skype, etc. cetera. You know, we have
1: 2 days in New York that were basically filled up already more or less with uh, that but sort I'm of thing. But I'm saying in
0: general, like you know, you said that there's stuff that's going on across the seas, you know, in terms well, of uh...
1: Well, we we have to finish our pilot project in ah. Cleveland and then because we don't, we we're limited with resources, we have you should know that with the, with the elections not happening uh, we, we, uh, the, our program where we teach kids in in, high, in elementary schools in Israel how to daven was funded by the government, and we haven't gotten that funding this year because of that. So, like, you know, we, we we're very limited in what we can do, and we're building a campus at the same time. So we're limited to what we can do. But if we succeed with this pro- with this project, and we'll make a decision about it in the coming months, probably, then we'll see how we can expand that. To other schools as well.
0: Uh, How many students are in Maccaruchayim right now? We have
1: three hundred and twenty students in Maccaruchayim, and we have thousands of people who take part in our monthly, uh, -monthly, bi-monthly education, not uh, weekly educational projects. In Jerusalem, near the Shuk, we have a shul that we do stuff in, and we go throughout the country. We have Rosh Chodesh Davening throughout the country every month in a different place. We have thousands of people taking place. Where is
0: the shul near the Shuk? Which one is it? Um, I forgot the name How of close it. It's is called it Beit Fila.
1: It's right near the Shuk. Right, right near the Shuk. You can go find it on our website.
0: Um, and... In fact, this is the yeshiva that Rosh Steinzoltz, I mean, what do we say? He founded it? He was Rav one of the Steinzoltz
1: first- founded it. He still comes very often. He came before Rosh Hashanah to give out a candy to every single student in in the yeshiva before Rosh Hashanah. It's a beautiful picture sweet, to see.
0: Sweet new year.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he comes often to us. Uh, he cannot speak because of a right. stroke. But he understands everything, and uh, I was at CM and Shas in, uh, uh, in Tacoa with him just recently, and he's he's doing okay, but unfortunately we can't uh, but someone he, he told me something. he's still able to yeah 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 he can communica-
0: comment on 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 certain publications you know if they have a question for him they can bring it to yeah them. yeah absolutely that's absolutely. unbelievable. yeah yeah. All right, Yassi Bammel, anything else you'd like to add?
1: I just want to say that thank you, Nachum, for all the wonderful things you do for the Jewish people. I really, really appreciate it, and I'm very happy that this project here is succeeding. Amen and I'm looking this. forward to davening the Bialystok Shul in the future as well. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just have to choose which minion, that's all. Um, Thursday through Shabbat, February the 20th through the 23rd, Makar Chaim, Rabbi Singer, uh, Yassi Bammel, some of these events, music by Duvidal, happening at Boca Raton Synagogue, 24th of February at BRS, Monday night at the, at the YU, Monday rather, at the YU Yerchei Kala, that's Monday, February 24th. Monday night, February 24th, at the Young Israel of New Rochelle. Tuesday night, February 25th, at Lincoln Square Synagogue. Wednesday night, February 26th, at Congregation Rinat Yisrael in Tinek Shabbat, uh, last Shabbat in February, the uh, Shabbaton, Community Shabbaton and Education Conference at Fuchs Mizrachi School, in Cleveland and Sunday, March the 1st, early in the morning, 9.15 at the Young Israel of Woodmere. For Rabbi Dove Singer and the amazing people from Makor Chaim, information go to the website, makarchaim.org, M-A-K-O-R Chaim, M-A-K-O-R Chaim.org, or USA at gmail.com, or 917-929-8500. 25. Mazal tov to you and the entire family. Thank you very much. And we hope to see you again soon. Uh, absolutely.
1: Thank you for everything, Nahum. Really appreciate it. Yossi, Have a great day.
0: Yassi Baumel, a great visit from somebody who is a, uh, a a wonderful person and great personality and has his hand on the pulse of the Jewish people, to say the least, although he may deny that, frankly. Right here, America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at com, on the Nachom Single Network, and of course on the beloved NSN app.